Welcome to this uh, Transmissions special interview presentation. Uh, we are going to interview the uh, one of the founders or the main founder and organizer of TFCon, Colin Douglas. And uh, we're going to chat with him about the upcoming convention in Baltimore, uh, October 22nd to 24th, and, uh, and, and talk about some details and, uh, and what's to be expected in the, the upcoming convention. Uh, welcome to uh, Transmissions once again, Colin. Thanks for having me. Right on. So I don't know about you, but uh, it's been a, a year or so since we've seen each other. I, what you been up to? Um, well, actually, uh, a lot of nothing compared to what I usually do, because typically uh, my year is uh, planning conventions and toy shows and everything else. Um, um I work uh, actually at uh, in healthcare. I actually do uh, manage IT support for a hospital. So um, last year was interesting. I spent uh, most of the year working from home and then working on site a couple of times a week. And uh, beginning of this year, I was back on site um, at a different hospital uh, Monday to Friday. So surprisingly, I was ready to go back to work. Um, <laughs> Whole lot of whole lot of nothing, and a whole lot of uh, hoping that maybe we might be able to plan shows, and then having to cancel shows, and uh, a little bit of disappointment. But it was kind of expected as to um, what ended up happening. So it's fantastic to finally see uh, this pandemic come to an end, and uh, live events uh, coming back because I know there's. Uh, Myself included a lot of people that really miss going to shows and interacting with uh, the fandom. So it's going to be great to see that finally happening again, starting up this fall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know we're, we're all really excited for them to get started again, especially TFCon. Um, and I, I know that uh, when uh, Orlando was canceled. It was a big hit to the, the the system. We were all really hoping. I mean, I wasn't planning on going uh, to that one specifically because it was in Orlando, but uh, it's it it was kind of the first kind of hammer to drop and, and say, okay, stuff's changing here, and and you know we're gonna have to plan a little differently now. Yeah, Orlando was a real bummer because uh, my kids were coming down. We were going down to Disney World. Had to explain to them, oh, we can't go now, and they didn't really understand, oh. right? So yeah. that was disappointing. My in-laws were going to come down for the first time to um, Florida as well and uh, spend some time there with us. So it was um, double disappointment in uh, the Douglas house. So uh, we mm -hmm. spent uh, 24 hours issuing refunds to everybody. Um, so that was uh, that was interesting because uh, our ticketing system didn't have a refund everything option at that point because the, there was no expectation that a, a complete event would just be canceled like that so it was one by one issuing tickets to uh, attendees and uh, exhibitors so that was a very long process so uh, fortunately my wife uh, was the one that uh, really helped me out with that one but we were able to get everybody uh, refunded and uh, Hope to uh, return to Florida in the future. Uh, I think that's got a lot of potential there. Um, with I the, think so too. Yeah, with the Transformers ride uh, and Disney and Universal, it's just a, a great uh, vacation destination, I think. So 
Um, I know a lot of people have been asking me, when are you coming back to Florida? It got canceled. We're old. And yes, you are. And we will be back there. Very cool. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's very cool that you, you're not, you're not scrubbing them from the schedule. You're, you're going to make it up to them at some point because there's a big, there's a big Transformers contingent down there for sure. Yeah. Um, We really had to, um, we had, I I don't book things like six months in advance, right? Like I've got shows booked into the years into the future right now. Um, You got to plan these things in order to get the, the space that you want uh, in sure. the kind of weekends that you want. So people don't really understand how come you're announcing Baltimore when you, when it, uh, Orlando was canceled. Well, Baltimore was already booked. So we mm-hmm. had to, we need to rejig a whole bunch of uh, plans here and uh, it, it, it's coming. Very cool. So I don't want to spend too much time on the past because it's the past and we spend an awful lot of time, you know, you know, for our own selves, probably thinking an awful lot about the, you know, the pandemic and stuff like that. So let's look into the future and, and talk about Baltimore. Cause that's what's coming up next. And uh, October 22nd to 24th, we're going to be in Baltimore. I know Charles and myself are planning to be there. It's, we're going to have a really great time, I'm sure. Um, but uh, there's an awful lot of concern about, you know, cause we did just come out of a, of a pandemic what's TFCon going to look like, you know, post pandemic. And uh, that's, you know, one of the main reasons we wanted to get you on because there's an awful lot of people that are still really on the fence about, do I go, do I cross the border? Can I cross the border? And people are asking me and I'm like, well, TFCon is run by Canadians. If it's, if they can't cross the border or if you can't cross the border, they're not crossing the border. So it's, you know, it's not going to happen if they can't get across either, but there's a lot of people talking about whether or not it's going to even, you know, they can get across or should they go, you know, what can you say to kind of put some minds at ease, Colin? Well, uh, in terms of, yeah, there's, there's Canadian and Americans that are involved in it. It's a great big, huge effort from an organizational standpoint, that obviously, that's me. Um, mm-hmm. So as of July 5th, the uh, Canadian government has changed the uh, rules for um, traveling. So if you're fully vaccinated, you're able to uh, travel down, uh, get your COVID test. Uh, there's an Arrive uh, Can app, I believe it's called. That you upload your, uh, t- your vaccination status as well as your um, COVID test into. And you're supposed to get a test... Uh, as of right now, um, before you come back. So you go down there, you you have a test, and then it's uh, uploaded into that way. You don't have to uh, do the uh, quarantine. So they did away with the quarantine. Um, What it's going to look like between, because things are changing so much. Um, Every every few weeks, uh, things are changing. So we don't really, we can't predict what, the status and uh, whether or not you're still going to have to do tests by come October. If we do, we do. Right. But um, the, the deal with um, there's no issue with being able to go down coming up to Canada for the U S is another story right now. Um, The border hasn't been reopened. um, So we're still waiting for that. And we do have TFCon Toronto scheduled for the, uh, and uh, mid uh, December uh, 10th to 12th. 
So right. uh, we're hoping that um, the, they're anticipating kind of there's there's talk of the border reopening for uh, vaccinated uh, Americans to come into Canada later this summer. Um, I, they're, they're really taking a baby steps when it comes to the border. Um, the first step was allowing Canadians to come back in uh, without having to quarantine. And, and again, I think that's going to change. Um, next step will, is, sounds like it's going to be Americans coming into Canada that are vaccinated. But uh, the expectation will probably be that they'll have to show uh, no COVID tests as well. So basically, when you fly into uh, one way or the other, you're going to if you're coming into an airport, my understanding is that you take a test right there at the airport. Mm-hmm. So, um, and again, this is just the way it is right now. They're just uh, starting the process. We don't even know if there's, uh, if you're, if you're fully vaccinated, whether or not you're even going to need to have a test uh, by the time you, by the time this fall comes. Right. And if, yeah. and if it is, that'll be the, the way that it is. Um, in terms of uh, people coming to the convention, um, I know that there's a huge uh, pent-up uh, demand for it because when we put tickets on sale, uh, the first 24 hours, we sold uh, three times more tickets than any other convention. It was insane. Wow. So uh, conventions are definitely back. Um it's going to be a well-attended show. So if any, any vendors I know uh, are kind of wondering, oh, what's it going to be like in a post-pandemic world? And I've talked to uh, other people that are um, involved in conventions in different areas uh, throughout uh, North America. And uh, it's like record numbers right now. Uh, people are having like some of their best shows be, just because it's been... Well, for TFCon, it's going to be two years since the last TFCon when uh, Baltimore happens, right? Mm-hmm. As we record this, um, New York Comic Con just put their tickets online. And I've been seeing so many friends that normally get tickets no problem. And they were just you know, shut out because you know, it just went so fast. Oh, yeah. The demand is, is great. And, you know, we're, we're not going to uh, stuff people in there either. Um, there is going to be a capacity. And if we have to um, have a uh, wait until somebody leaves before you have to go in uh, situation, um, then that's what we'll do because um, we want to make sure that we're doing things right. Um, there, there is a um, it's regular capacity. Um, last, I'm not sure exactly. I've got a meeting with the hotel um, uh, tomorrow, actually. Um, just to clarify what the status is for Baltimore City and Mask at the moment. Um, I think it might have changed. I'm not sure yet. But uh, in, that's going to be an individual um, decision, whether or not people feel comfortable uh, wearing a mask or, or not. Uh, that's going to be a personal decision. And I'm sure there will be a lot of Transformers-themed uh, Autobot or uh, uh, Soundwave-type uh, masks uh, there anyway. I think that they'll probably be our... Uh, uh, new norm for uh, Transformers conventions. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, and and yeah, we're I think we're all going to be, you know, kind of used to seeing people with masks everywhere. You know, the post office, the supermarket, and I don't I don't foresee even when the policies go away, I don't think we're going to really, you know, stop seeing them for a while. 
Um, we the, have some uh, great the ones one, that people want to buy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we made some too. Um, so if you've got, um, if if I know that you uh, you were working really hard to get people refunds after the uh, the Orlando uh, the Orlando cancellation, I know that there were some some uh, some vendors that were transferred from last year's TFCon to Baltimore. Um, are you still in the process of working with uh, some people to to if they're not maybe not willing to go to Baltimore if they're good to to either get a refund or go to another convention or is is, is there still stuff like that that's still kind of being ironed out um, for either vendors or uh or artists no pretty much everybody um there was there was only a couple of people that actually wanted uh to get refunds uh because I think that a lot of the people that come to say they would have come to Chicago versus coming to Baltimore. Um, Cause we did were we originally had uh, scheduled a Chicago show last year, but obviously that was uh, canceled because mm-hmm. there's no vaccination in place. Um, mm-hmm. But the um, most of the people that had registered at that point um, just chose to uh, push over to Baltimore this year. There was actually very minimal um, people requesting refunds. And I I think a lot of them are uh, repeat vendors. So uh, depending on what location we're at, it's, it's the, the distance between Chicago to Baltimore. It's a lot of the same people are going to travel to those areas, I think. So that's probably why we saw most of those people um, just decide to, uh, stick with it for uh, this year. <laughs> Somebody wanted to get in on the interview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently my dogs think somebody's at the do- door. <laughs> hey, that's just the world we live in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's not the first time your dog's interrupted a uh, a, a chat online, eh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just got back from uh, my parents, and I thought they'd be tired out because they were playing with my parents' dog, but apparently not. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Jeremy's dog's interrupted us a, a number of times, so <laughs> it's not a big deal. <laughs> so looking at, towards uh, uh, Baltimore and beyond, I mean – um, we talked and you mentioned about capacities and, and you're gonna every, like everything that happened with COVID it's all very liquid, you know, like what we say, you said today could be different tomorrow could be different in a week. And we really don't want to nail anything down as being, this is the way things are going to be because you never, you don't, you don't know. And you're talking, we're talking about a convention in October and you can't plan for October in July. Uh, you can just kind of put those out there and say, this is what we're hoping to have happen. And, you know, if it works, it works. If it, if we got to change, then we got to be able to roll with it. Um, so I've never been to the Baltimore hotel that you're planning at. Um, what do you, uh, <laughs> there he is. Well, this uh, is the other one. This is the baby. <laughs> oh, okay. What, uh, what's the hotel like, uh, you know, describe it for us. Has it got a nice, uh, feel to it, a restaurant? What's, uh, you know, yeah, yeah it's a, it's actually a very big hotel. It's got uh, where we're at. There's an open space. And you can uh, see down below um, where uh, there's kind of a, like a, 
alcove where say like the chosen prime would be parked or something like that it's right next to uh camden yards um a, a baseball uh, field which is really okay. cool um there's there's like some um little statues and stuff out there so it was a it's a really nice location um downtown baltimore is uh it's uh, and it's also next to the convention center downtown uh, harbor uh, baltimore is actually really really nice so um it's a really nice lots of nice restaurants around and everything it's it, all, all these hotels are um typically uh they've got restaurants and bars and whatever um, everything that you would need, but there's uh, the nice thing is there's so many different um, uh, food uh, areas, uh, different restaurants, and I always enjoy uh, trying different uh, different places uh, when we travel to the different cities. So you can experience a new city, uh, experience some new food and uh, new specialties mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. What was that restaurant? Guys in in Chicago, we tried with the the German pub. Oh, oh that place is fantastic! Oh, yeah. love that place. Oh, we go there every year. We go there every year. Oh my gosh, that was fantastic! What yeah, an atmosphere! Place. Yeah, one of the one of the best places in uh, Chicago. Uh, yeah. For and it's nice uh, short walk from the hotel. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah. go there every year. They have one um, of those in Pittsburgh too. If you're thinking about TFCon Pittsburgh. (laughs) (laughs) Now I am. Now I am. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Charles gets his little plug in there. Um, (laughs) Hey, uh, TFCon London, Ontario. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) A little mini con. So uh, the one thing that's kind of come up and and I've just kind of talked about it. And Jeremy and I have talked about it a little bit over the last year is um, the meet and greets with the, uh, the, the voice actors and stuff and how a lot of them, especially the G1 guys, not super young anymore. Um, So are, you know, anything, do you foresee any, any, any kind of changes to the meet and greets? Maybe, you know, maybe not shaking their hands or giving them hugs for the next little while, you know, kind of And I think that's going to be um, an individual choice by the uh, our guests, right? Um, that's a, a discussion we'll be having with them, and uh, we'll have to, it's going to be a particular level of comfort, I think, for people. Mm-hmm. So as time goes on, like all these guys are um, vaccinated, so um, I, I don't think there's too much of a concern there, but. Um, there's it's still going to be a situation where it's going to be a comfort level thing and yeah maybe try not to give them a kiss on the mouth (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right i'll I'll, if you can can. it's tough it's tough Uh, you know they're 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 idols of mine um uh, so what? Uh, Daryl's just really affectionate. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've um, experienced that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I guess I mean we want to. I want to ask about you know guests, and I know that we're we're going to talk about you announced Hal Ra- Hal Rael, uh coming to TFCon Baltimore. We haven't really talked about it on the show yet because it was announced last week. Um, 
as a personal favor, we'd love it if you announced your guests on Sunday so that we could talk about them on the show. Because Monday morning, we just get scooped by everybody. <laughs> we have to wait a whole week to talk about it. Um, but that's just us. Um, but we'd uh, um, we'd love to ask about guests. Uh, the one thing is, is that we 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 wanted to ask, you know, do you for do you think we'll ever see the return of the TFCon specific exclusive? That's one thing that you know has in in years has kind of died off, and and you've gone more towards the you know the vendors bringing their own exclusives through through the the, the manufacturers. Um, I I miss the days of Shafter, um, and. <laughs> And, 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 you know, there are other, other characters and stuff. You did the go by homages and stuff like that. Those were great. And uh, do you ever think that you'll come back to that or something um, similar? It, it's definitely possible. Like um, the sponsorship um, agreements, partnership agreements that we have um, with uh, those guys um, was, those guys have a really uh great relationship uh, with those uh, manufacturers, right? And I felt that they were able to uh, provide such fantastic exclusives uh, when we started having those conversations that I thought that really them doing it, that's going to give us a more quality exclusive than um, what we were previously doing. A lot has changed over the years, though, um, back when we started doing like... uh, Oh, yeah a powered commander add-on, you know, like for, uh, uh, classics, Optimus prime, like the, the, it's been over 10 years since we've been doing exclusives, right. Or, and it was 2000 and, uh, 2007, I think was our uh, very first, uh, third party, um, mini, uh, G2 slag world smallest transformer slag. Mm. Right. So it's been a long time and, and, and the whole scene has evolved uh, multiple times since then. Um, I was just, we were just having a discussion about the Shafter the other day, how I uh, kind of want to do something to bring them back into the forefront again. Cause you know, those, those kind of uh, jokes I think are kind of fun and, um, and it is a part of TFCon history. So I don't know that um, we end up doing large runs or something but if we can end up doing something where um it makes sense um for the convention and the fans then i'd definitely be open to it right on that's cool uh little small runs and the the, the fandom who's really into it are really into it and they love that kind of stuff you know um but i don't have to tell you that you know you know that um the uh let's let's just end on on a little future watch where we've been talking about Baltimore and that's, and that's really exciting. And I know that a lot of us are all really looking forward to that, but you have announced Toronto, which you've already kind of talked about and that's in December, mid December. Um, that's, that's a different one for you. You usually do run a show, um, not TFCon, but post TFCon or sorry, post Christmas, you'll run a, um, I can't remember which one you call it. It's like Ontario, Ontario collectors. Yeah in january um and that's always a fun one if the weather allows me to go um so that's uh, that's always fun but uh, this will be probably one of the first ones you run pre-christmas um does that uh is that you know does that give you any kind of hesitation that this is two weeks before christmas 
Um, no, because I think that, like I was saying earlier, there's um, a huge demand for conventions. And I know a lot of people are um, saying, oh, thanks for doing everything you can to make the show happen this year. It's been so long since we've had TFCon in Toronto. Like, this is going to be next year is going to be the 20th anniversary of TFCon. Cool. So um, it started in um, the GTA uh, and we want to kind of didn't want to, if we can do it, we wanted to try to do it. It's going to be a very busy fall. Uh, I'm going to be running shows every month. So, uh, and then Toronto, um, it may be a little bit different than usual. We'll see, but I know that there's a, we have a really rabid fan base um, that have been coming to the convention uh, in Toronto for so many years and um we'd really like to uh, see that happen even if it means uh doing it at a different time of year um maybe we'll just have to be wearing tf con tukes instead <laughs> yeah well these uh these fall shows you're you're running what uh what are they when are they so i know um, i I can probably yeah. guess one of them, but I yeah. don't know the, the other ones. Uh, the 80s Toy Expo is um, October 3rd. Uh, and then we've got uh, Baltimore, uh, October 22nd to 24th. Uh, there's a Star Wars Expo November 7th. And then um, and we'll actually be doing another one-day show the end of um, uh, November. Uh, is the plan. Uh, I can't remember which Sunday that is, but it's the end of no- November, Mississauga Collectors Expo then. Um, that j- date just hasn't really been uh, put out there yet because we're still planning for the 80s Toy Expo. And mm-hmm. then, uh, and of course, TFCon Toronto, which you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And then into January, we've got uh, the Ontario Collectors Con, the end of uh, uh, January. So, yeah, and then I'll take one month off and then... Uh, um we'll end up uh, going Fly to, south. and we've got tfcon uh, los angeles uh, mm-hmm. uh coming back which uh, i'm pretty excited about because uh that was a really uh fun and fantastic show with mm-hmm. uh 50 uh, guests from transformers media at that one it's a yeah that's really, the one i wanted to end on is is that you you had announced this the los angeles show coming back and um and and none of us here went to the show and we all, after seeing it, we're like, damn it, we missed out on something pretty big on this one. Yeah. So So we're definitely planning. um, There's a lot of um, transformer um, related uh, people that live in the area. Uh, You might be see a little bit of a repeat in terms of some guests that you might've missed um, back in 2019, but um, working to bring in a lot of different uh, people that um, you haven't seen at a TFCon before and may not have uh, really been uh, in the convention uh, circuit uh, much at all. So um, look for those announcements uh, later this year. Um, and we're looking to have a very similar uh, level of uh, guest lineup. And, and, we're, and if we're, we're lucky, then we'll have some uh, big surprises for that one. That's very cool. Well, I think... We're all very, we're tentatively planning on going to that, I think, right now. Charles? What? I got the surprise that you planned it on my birthday. So that's, well, <laughs> that, no uh, problem. That gives buddy. me incentive. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go then. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> what better place to be at your birthday than at a convention yeah, in Los Angeles? Yeah. 
Yeah. If you bring back Arthur Berghart, who adopted him the last time <laughs> he was in Toronto, then you know he'll be reunited with his long lost father. <laughs> well, Arthur's definitely a character. Great guy. <laughs> um, so this is all very exciting. There's a lot of conventions coming back. We're all really super stoked about it. Um, and uh, I, yeah, I, I'm just really happy about it. I'm glad that you know to hear that everyone's kind of taking some kind of at least there there's some 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 wherewithal and some thought that's going into what's happening in Baltimore and steps are being considered uh for you know the 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 days and the the, the time that we're living in right now um because it's it's relatively over but there's still there's still stuff out there right so we got to kind of still think about it a bit yeah we're um, very 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 fortunate in North America to be in the um the state that we're in uh, things are really, really good here compared to a lot of the world. So um, mm-hmm. very fortunate to be born where we were. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And we can we getting back worry about transformers now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so is there anything that y- you may have wanted to tease us or with or something like that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, 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 digging for something right now i think well how about um well it is the uh anniversary of uh beast wars so we're definitely going to need another beast wars uh voice actor won't we uh, yeah i think so and you know being an old school guy we definitely need to celebrate the anniversary of uh transformers the movie as well so i think we probably need another g1 guy as well definitely Okay. Definitely. <laughs> we'll make that happen for you then. <laughs> it's a personal also, favor to Daryl. Yeah, it's a personal. <laughs> but he has to promise no tongue kissing the next time we see each other. <laughs> you were the voice actor. Well, it <laughs> on the voice actor. It's not Daryl's fault that he's so irresistible. <laughs> and ah. I'm also working on... Um, uh, somebody that's n- never been to a TFCon before, so uh, I'm hoping that that one comes through. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if um, she's actually been to a Transformers convention in North America to, at all. So um, I'm hoping that uh, she she's interested. A uh, little bit different, little bit different uh, from what we had before, but I think it'd be pretty cool for people to meet her and hear her story. So we'll see what happens. That's very cool. I love when you guys find somebody that's just kind of everyone's almost essentially forgotten about and you guys find them. Um, I still tell people about the uh, um, you finding the voice of uh, Crasher. Um, yes. I think she was working in a library. Uh, and you found Actually, um, so who works in the library actually is uh, uh, Morgan. Um, the, the voice of Baroness. Morgan Lofting. She's actually a librarian. Oh, what? Yeah, well, she's got the yeah, she's got the glasses and everything for it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Marilyn uh, Lightstone, she actually yes. worked in radio. She works in radio in Toronto. Yeah, wow. yeah. So, and there's there's people where I know like a lot of people were um, really surprised when we got the, the voice of um, Scorponok and Fortress Maximus, uh, Stephen Keener. Super super mm-hmm. nice guy. 
um, Fortress Maximus was the the toy that I always wish that I saw in stores growing up, and I never did. And uh, I always loved the uh, the the fourth season of G one because it was new, and I was always as a kid, I always thought, oh, what could happen afterwards with these characters, right? So I found out that start researching into who did the voices. I'm like, oh, this guy did a lot of voices in that last season. Mm-hmm. And nobody seems to be able to find him. And uh, I'm just really happy that we're able to. And he he's like, he was so thankful. He had no idea that people uh, still cared about Transformers and um, pe- all, how people would come up and say, oh, you know, you're, what you did meant so much to me and everything. He had no idea. Um, and, and it was like just a fantastic experience. He is so, so thank you. So thankful that, uh, we're able to bring him out to the show and he was able to have that uh, experience in his life. Cause, uh, he, he was just, he was just almost in tears how fantastic it was for him. That's nice. Yeah. Um, that reminds me, we, I'm sure we've probably asked you this in the past, but is there, is there still anybody that you you have yet to find and you've, you'd love to bring to a show? Um, yeah, there's well, it's kind of like minor characters um, that are people that have done G one, and I know they're around, but either I, it's hard to they're not really it's hard to convince them to want to do something. Um, but I do have a short list of people that I am actively working on. And then there's also some uh, other uh, one or two other big names that um, I know people would go crazy for if we're able to get them in uh, and do a signing for a TFCon. So uh, that's always in the works as well. It just uh, depends on uh, how we can make it make sense uh, for them Mm -hmm. and for us. So, yeah, there's... uh, there's, I, I, I've always got that list that I'm working at. And uh, I, uh, the nice thing is with Los Angeles, uh, last, uh, t- sorry, 2019, we're able to bring in so many people for their first ever Transformer, well, any, anywhere convention, right? Mm-hmm. First ever signings for a lot of people. And I know that um, a lot of those uh, people, I kind of want to, um, one in particular, I want to start uh, bringing to, like the East coast and Toronto and stuff for uh, more people to uh, meet. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, we kind of, the whole point when we decided to do the Los Angeles show um, kind of, well, it's great for like you guys to great destination point as well, but we kind of want to bring the TFCon experience to the uh, West coast as well. Right. Um, sure. A lot of people on the East coast have been able to travel to TFCon for a long time and, so a lot of people say, well, when are you going to come to the West Coast? Well, why don't you guys, why do you hate Florida? Well, we don't <laughs> hate Florida. We love Florida. <laughs> Sorry, California. California. California's fantastic, right? Um, so we're, I was just happy we we're finally able to uh, make that happen. And uh, it was a fantastic, greatly successful show for everybody. Uh, great fun for everybody. So um, we're really happy to be able to do it again. I'm sure for the guests um, that live, like the voice actors and that live in LA, just being oh. able to stay at home and just drive in, that's a great oh, enticement. Yeah, it's fantastic. And the nice thing is I've got uh, developed uh, a long uh, lasting relationship with so many of the actors. When I mentioned it to them, they're like, oh yeah, we're in. So it, it wasn't, it wasn't a hard sell for uh, the majority of the people that we've worked with in the past. 
uh, it was just uh, kind of convincing uh, people uh, like the, the voice of Alita One and G1, for example, um, to come and do her first ever convention experience, right? Um, so we're able to, we're really happy we're able to uh, con- do those, uh, convince those people to come out and they can uh, kind of experience that thing that uh, Stephen Keener was able to experience for the first time when we brought him in for his first ever uh, convention ex- experience. That's very cool. So yeah, we're we're very much looking forward to all of these shows, um, and uh, and yeah, I mean the Los Angeles show is definitely on our you know our bucket list now to to get to, um, but uh, yeah, uh, I'm glad that you were able to join us tonight and uh, and and really give us some uh, some extra uh, excitement for the Baltimore show. Uh, we're we're all really looking forward to it. Um, sorry, Jeremy and Epic, I, I know you're not coming, but. Uh, we're going to make you feel bad for not being there. That's for sure. <laughs> There's but still we'll time take lots to change your mind too. Yeah, that's right. That's I've right. got to be in San Francisco for a wedding in September. So going from matter. one coast to the other in a matter of a couple months, <laughs> not feasible. Yeah, we'll have to see. But, but well, she uh, didn't say no. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, so thank you again, Colin, for, for joining us tonight. We're, we're very thankful that you did and, uh, and, and giving us a lot more detail that, uh, will hopefully put some minds at ease about, uh, attending the convention post, uh, COVID. No problem. Thanks for having me. Hey everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of Transmissions. But just because this episode is over doesn't mean the Transformers fun has to stop. Join us and other Transformers fans on our Discord chat server by visiting transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. If you would like to learn more about how you could support the Transmissions podcast, just visit transmissionspodcast.com slash support. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you again next week.